I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Wizuma, Gore Deep, and Wolf the Martian Diplomat. Great selection today. Coming up on TMS, the B-52 ladies. There are always two Twix, a master and an apprentice. I'm yeah. fed up with these mother effing Claire's on this mother effing plane. Head wound, Harry. Don't dead. A cat named Judah. $20 buys you five acres on a horse. Guns and potatoes in Idaho. The poop and pee pre-show. Overnight hump and dump. Burger King fries, you know, for dogs. Impossible to save cows. DDK. Down to Kit Kat. In Brussels, they're just called Sprouts with Tom. Shit out of potential.com with Scott, Brian, Randy, and a caveman on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hey, this is Dan Foley from Survivor Worlds Apart, and you're listening to The Morning Stream with Brian and Scott. Yeah. Is that it? Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yes. How much am I getting paid for this? These guys suck. <laughs> you're cutting bullshit. <laughs> The Morning Stream, The Beast with a Million Eyes. Why, just last week I had my entire car millionized, and it smells great. Hello everybody, welcome to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Nibbett. Hi. Oh, hello, Scott Johnson. How are you? Good, good. Good. I'm all right. It's a Wednesday. Um, if you're a patron, you know all about why my morning was weird with uh, dog poop and uh, Brian's with cat pee. And, uh, you know, <laughs> <That's right. clears throat> just another reason to subscribe to the show if you haven't done it already. Right? <laughs> that, maybe maybe this isn't the, the day to entice them to become patrons to listen to the, the poop and pee pre-show. Yeah. The poop and pee pre-show. I realize they don't sound like benefits. but uh, No, but at least, you know, uh, if we sound a little salty... You know why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I am I'm still irritated. But whatever. The thing's in the washer. It's being cleaned. Yeah, the carpet's exactly. fine. And the dog is outside doing whatever you do when a dog eats French fries. All right? Go out there. Get it done. She got into some fries she wasn't supposed to, which literally means she got up on the table, which she knows she's not allowed to do. <laughs> so how tempting must be a Burger King branded fries for dogs? There must be some chemical in there. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, may wow. she live long and prosper. Let's move yeah. on. Um, I found something that I just have to play because even though it's uh, a little fear mongery, mm-hmm. I found a 1970s clip 
<clears throat> about Ooh. the uh, prediction about the computer age and where we're all headed. And I found it to be, while, again, a little fear-mongery, also kind of accurate. Okay. All right? So the people in the 70s, they sort of knew what was up. And I want to play it so you can hear it and we can talk about it. So check this out. By the year 2000, computers will invade our privacy on a scale hardly imaginable. They will be interconnected, and unless prevented by new legislation, will be able to sell information on where we travel, how much we spend, and in what restaurants and hotels, whether and when we pay our bills, what our neighbors say about our drinking habits, what we do with our evenings, and with whom. It's pretty It's pretty close. <laughs> It's pretty close. Uh, it's pretty pretty close. Yeah, no kidding. And, I mean, the uh, whole by 2000 thing didn't happen, but still, you know, give us another uh, 23 you know, years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, not even not even that, like 10 years after that, I think you were having cookies that were able to report back. And, and I mean, we've had cookies for longer than that, but like people that were selling your data and saying, okay, here's uh, here are the websites he's looked at and here's his eating and drinking habits and stuff like that. Yeah, no, this they is was still, the neighbors still don't know about my drinking habits. No, thank goodness. But, no, 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 um, no, but they're, but you're aware of theirs. That's the thing to remember. I'm well aware of theirs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> One in particular. <laughs> Telegram or or Vine or something. <laughs> what was it? Periscope. Periscope is aware of my drinking habits. For oh yeah, Periscope and the head wound that we couldn't explain. The head wound. Yeah. Massive Harry's head wound. <laughs> Massive head head wound Harry. <laughs> head wound Harry. Um, but the uh, but the. Uh, uh, the best part of that clip is the music in the background. Oh, like the yeah. happiest, jauntiest guitar. Yep. It's like the background, the background dancers in like uh, Laugh-In or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right. I, I expect know to see Goldie Hawn with uh, stuff written all over her body going, yep. you know, doing the, the, bat, the Batusi or something. Yeah, they all got beehive haircuts. Uh, yep. They look like the singer, the two singer ladies from B-52s. Right. You know, that whole vibe. Kate Pearson and Cindy Wilson, I believe, are the names you're looking for, Scott. I never, I just know them as the B-52 ladies. That's it. Yeah. Brian's, Brian's going to uh, always know the music names. I'm going to always call them something obscure or reference that's what right. they do. But that's you're always going to know the years that they the things came out. That's, that's right. Your... Although I don't know if I could tell you. I, I'll, I'll say late 70s for B-52s, but I could be wrong. That's probably yeah. when they. Yeah, their first, uh, their, their debut album with Rock Lobster. Yeah. Um, 78, was, uh, 79, I think. 79. Yeah. That sounds right. That was close. Yeah. I can get the window mm -hmm. usually. Yeah. Years. Yeah. You'd be anyway. within, within two, one or two years, either, either direction. Yeah. But I mean, there are tons and there's stuff in the fifties and sixties too. There's tons of these things like people trying to predict where the computer revolution would go mm -hmm. and none of them get the phone part. Uh, it seems like they're all they're all sure. big consoles at home. Even the one the, there's one set in the six or that they did in the sixties that showed somebody shopping from their home. Basically, Amazon. You know, it's basically Amazon, but they didn't call it that, obviously. And then yeah. they would order it on a screen, and then it would show up in this box. And you know, there's a lot of weird little details that are wrong, but generally speaking, they got it right. But none of them get phones right. They never had. They never had us walking yeah. around with these little no. thin tablet. They computers. always thought they'd be corded. They, you know, they yeah. said, "Well, what the? How are how on earth are we going to have phones that don't have cords? That's crazy." Yeah, and Bizarre. I guess, and I yeah. guess we have, I guess we have both, but uh, both is what I mean to say. Both, Not both with an L. Both. Uh, but anyway, I, I just thought that was uh, interesting, and the guys that just is. so by yeah. the year two thousand, we will not have any privacy. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, we're there. So, yeah. Way to go, Mr. Monger of Fear. 
<laughs> uh, speaking of technology and the kind that Brian can't live without, you mentioned sure. some episodes ago that CarPlay was a must for you, and uh, any car selling something other that, that wouldn't work with CarPlay was a no, yeah. non-starter. Yeah, it's a deal right? breaker. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that. That so car is a non-starter. We got a we got alternatives from a listener. Let's see if it's worthy of what Brian wants in his life. All right, here you go. Good morning, morning stream. Just listen. Uh, Tuesday Halloween, but I'm listening to Monday's show, and you guys were talking quick about uh, CarPlay or Android Auto for systems and uh, how much better it is than any system or uh, any car systems, system like Toyota Entune, what my car has, which is total crap. I bought a fancy thing called AutoCast, O-T-T-O-C-A-S-T. Uh, I know there's some other devices out there, but what's fantastic about it is it takes the Android, <coughs> no, it takes the Apple Play and switches it to Android Auto for me and also makes my phone Bluetooth. So I can use the fancy thing, and it's fantastic if you have slightly older vehicles that aren't completely up to date. Anyway, love the show. Happy Halloween. Auto Play. Auto play, auto man, O T T O play or auto cast. I'm auto, sorry. auto cast, cast. is that right? O T T O C A C A S T. Yeah, I'm looking at this thing right now. Pretty cool. Like, um, ooh, it looks like a Tron box. It's the, weird. The, there's a little like poly box, polygon <laughs> yeah. box looking thing. Yeah, weird. it's weird how some of them look like a uh, a ring thermostat and some of them look like a Tron box. Yeah, that's odd. Um, <laughs> wait, let me close this uh, big old thing in the way. But no, this is cool. Yeah, so if I if I end up like really liking a car and it doesn't have CarPlay, then I could totally get one of these and make it uh, make, make it, it work. do what you want. You know, this it's and, like those old tapes you had to plug into your uh, to your CD player. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Except, I mean, obviously it's more high tech, but I had For one sure. of those stupid tapes with a little three point five millimeter. I still have thing. one in the, in a box over there. I just I don't know why. Like, there's never going to be a time where it's like, well, I guess this car I'm looking at only has cassette. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a relic. Like it's something that uh, I don't know. I should almost seal in resin or something. Should never get rid yeah. of it. Should have it forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seal in resin. I like that. Yeah. Um, I hate their website though. I went to the main page. It looks like a, yes. a insert from a newspaper over the weekend or something. Well, they're having their Black Friday deal, and the official colors of Black Friday are black, red, and white, and in your face, and all caps. I don't love that. <laughs> not my favorite thing. It's fine. No, I get it's it. Not. But it's not. I didn't realize yeah. it. So are those, is that like a known thing? It's an official color scheme? And, no, and, no, no, no. I'm kidding. But I mean, you know, you're for the next week, you're going to get inundated with ads and emails and stuff like that, where the preponderance of red and black yeah. or red and white on a black background and uh, all caps, uh, Cyber Monday, they might introduce the color blue because yeah. that's the cyber color. They kind of screwed up, though. This is a font mistake. Yeah. If you look at the main page, it looks like it says yeah. Black Sale Friday Deal. <laughs> it totally does. Yep. Yeah. It's the bad placement of the word of the sales tag hanging off the K of black. So, yeah, yeah you're right. Black Sale Friday Deal. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, the two notes next to the other one says, Don't. Uh, one says, Don't. Oh, how does it go? It basically is like two, separately the two the two sentences yeah. are self help sentences, but if you run them right, together, they, they sound like them. they're the worst thing you could say to yourself. <laughs> can't remember what they are though. It's common. I don't know why I can't remember that. Anyway, thanks for that uh, uh, recommendation, caller. People are saying, "Don't dead open inside." Yeah, the from The Walking Dead. Don't <laughs> don't open dead inside, but it looks like don't dead open inside. Oh right, <laughs> don't dead. 
That's good advice. Don't dead. Yeah, you know, don't dead. Don't dead. Please live. Please don't dead. Live. Yeah. Don't die. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get right into the uh, the game of the day. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. We call this uh, we call this Dunaway Town. Uh, that's the new name. <laughs> Is that the official name of it? Dunaway yep. Town. Yep, we've made it official. I spent fifty Excellent. bucks. Oh at yeah, the I see. He's already logged into the game. Good oh, job, guess, Brian Dunaway. Guess Hold who on. isn't? Guess who's not logged yeah, in? I know. I know who's not. Why do you think I said it? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get in there. I thought I did, and I didn't. All right, I'm getting in. While I do that, let's play this. Hey, look who it is! Brian Dunaway joining us. Hi there. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How hey, are you today? Good. Groovy. How, how's your dad doing? Is he good? Is he feeling good? Is he all right? He's doing better. He has some procedures on Monday with uh, a new pacemaker, and he is adjusting as you would expect when they dig around in your heart to stick new leads in it. Thanks, yeah. doctors. Yeah, that's an intense bit of business going on there. That is. Yeah, so that's yeah, why we yeah. missed you on Monday. But yeah. uh, you you were doing the good son stuff and taking care of dad, and that's yeah. good. Nothing wrong. Yeah, with as, that. as as tip as as typically goes, as my parents get older, we we deal with this. Everybody, mm-hmm. um, hopefully, uh, yeah. They they and they never tell me the real deal. So it was like Monday. Yeah, I got a little procedure. If you could just drop me off, at, you know, yeah. six a.m. Yeah, they're supposed to be done by you know. Eight nine o'clock. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, eleven o'clock rolls around, and you're still back there, and it's like, yeah, I'm missing, I'm missing. They yeah. didn't tell me how severe this was going to be. You know, he went and, like to defib during the process, oh, and all geez. this other crap. And I'm like, thanks, pa. Yeah, you thought you were just going in for a quick little outpatient <laughs> like, deal, uh, uh, right? Be- like a routine operation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's two things. Oh. So just remember, when you're young and you have teenagers. Yeah. Uh, they, they won't tell you anything. And then when your parents get old, they also won't tell you anything. You have to find out all the information yourself. Yep. And yeah. you're going to be that one day. There'll be a day when you, you know, one of your sons will be like, dad, what's going on this weekend? You'll be like, yeah. oh, it's nothing. I'm just no, no having, a, having a small thing done. And then it turns out you're having your liver removed or whatever. Yeah. You There's no big that. deal. I don't even need it. Yeah. I don't need my liver. <laughs> Who needs a liver? <laughs> well, anyway, it's good to have you here. Hey, Brian. Uh, d- oh, I got to pull in a person. What am I thinking here? Yeah, uh, we need a playoff. Yeah. Let's see. Who we got. What am I? We have. Jeez, got to uh, pull in a person. Well, let's they see might if- need to help you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I think we have somebody new. Let's see who this is. Uh, is this someone? Yeah, I don't think we've had him on here before. This is somebody called Judah, Judaper, like Juniper, but Ooh, Judah. I like that name, yeah, Judaper. Like a cat that named Judah. Uh, let's see here. Mm. We can get him in here. Uh, like a cat named Judah? We're, <laughs> you know, Judah Purr. Judah Purr. Get it? Purr. Uh, okay. I yeah. like it. Yeah. He's the one that'll sell you out if you're Jesus and then hang himself and all his money will fall out of his pants. No, no. What was the deal with Judas? His guts fell out. That's what happened. He went and hung himself on a tree after he mm-hmm. got busted for giving up Jesus and he, and he and just shat all over the place or whatever, lost his intestines. Anyway, that's a fun story. I had no idea. Really? Well, Christmas miracle. I, need to, I really it. need to read this Bible. Yeah, thing. what is this Bible you're speaking right. of? Uh, hi, Judah. Is this Judah Purr with us? Hello? Oh, your mic might not be on. You don't have them muted, right? No, no mute. How, how about muted? You got them muted? I got them. Do you have them muted? They're on moot. Uh, hello, Judah Purr, are you there? Are you there? No, still not working. Just check your source. You now, may have I see, a, now I see the mute icon on them. Yeah, that's them doing that. Yeah, that's exactly. Testing. Um, hello, hello. Are you there? 
they're probably probably your source in your audio settings is uh, not the right one, if I had to guess. Let's see. Oh, they're typing something. Yep. Juniper says. We're getting some typing. Survey says. Typing, typing, Juniper typing. Not working. Not working. Says Juniper. Okay. Well, uh, we tried. We'll do you next time. How about that? Yeah. Uh, let's Sorry. now add to that's the call. What, that's what I always tell them. We'll yeah. do you next time. Yeah, we'll do you next yeah. time. The very next person in line was Mac Addict 89 Excellent. Oh, yes. Which Hello, I'm, Mac Addict. Which I'm going to assume it was oh, his birth year. Hello, Mac Addict. Hello, Is this Mac you? Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, hi. Good. How are you? Well, oh, I'm here. I hear myself you can, on uh, something. the... Uh, the stream. I don't think that's the stream because it's too quick. No, that is my computer. Let me put in headphones. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was too fast. Listener, please turn down your radio. If that was uh, oh, if that was the stream, that'd oh, be some magical. That'd uh, be zero lag whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. Holy crap, Twitch and YouTube, you've upped your game. Uh, all right, Mac Addict, it's good to have you here. Please mute your stream. <laughs> it's been it's been a while since we've uh, talked to you, so I'm happy to have you as our potential winner yeah, today, Brian Ibbett. Uh, yes. Explain these rules and what he might cool. win today. All right, while he is uh, muting his, uh, I'm presuming his Mac. Uh, it's time to play the Tadpool Reviewed. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Mac Addict eighty nine. Your job is more important than ever because you're be working with either scott or brian and if your team wins you get a prize package oh that includes bendy and the dark revival and pathologic 2 yes the two games we uh, tried to give away on monday great uh and the person who won them said hey um I'm I'm uh, more into puzzle games. I'm probably not going to play these. Please g- re-gift them. Oh, to you missed else. you missed out on uh, Bendy. Bendy is an amazing. I love Bendy. That's a fun. Really? Bendy's uh, great game series. Yeah, we did that on. We this talked about that game. some on the old uh, the old Boop Show back in the day. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. and Pathologic was the other one too. That was yes. not, that was Pathologic pretty good too. Yeah, okay, cool. Both good games. Well, good. Well, yeah, I hope uh, Mac Addict eighty nine is able to uh, to win those. And I, I, also hope, and, uh, and I believe they're both. Uh, I believe they're both Mac compatible, if I remember correctly, because oh. I think I had it on my Mac. Look at that! Nice. Look at that! Wow, that's, cool. That's fine. I have a gaming PC. Yeah, you okay. do. Good. He's a, he may be, oh, sorry. Look, he might be a Mac sorry, addict. Sorry, Mac addict. He's a well-rounded right. citizen. Okay. I guess. Exactly. I guess I did. Just, just, I did assume your uh, <laughs> your computer, didn't I? I, I apologize. <laughs> all the best people have both computers. Oh, there it all is. Right, let's, uh, there it is. Let's get to it here. Uh, all right. Um, it's time to put your hands on your buzzers. Uh, we asked 446 tadpoolers. Three of them just shrugged. That's all they did. They just shrugged. Couldn't <laughs> come up with anything. Yeah. Uh, the other 443 gave their best answer to this. Name a famous brand rivalry. Scott. Coke, Pepsi. Show yeah, me oh, Coke that's versus Pepsi. The number one answer. It is yeah. the number one answer. 226 people. More than half of the people uh, that uh, uh, played the, uh, the, the that it gave us an answer gave us that answer. So nice, rightly. We so. got that one off the board. Low lowest hanging of the fruit, uh, but that does mean that uh, you have control of the board and you have control of Mac Addict eighty nine. Of course, uh, let me remotely control you and suggest Mac Addict eighty nine that we might <laughs> try. Um, I feel like Sega and Nintendo might be a a good one. How do you feel about oh, that's that? That's a great one. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Okay. Sega versus All Nintendo. Right. Show me More like Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> Show me Sega do what Nintendo don't. 
Yeah. Yeah, number three answer on the board. Good job. Uh, Mac Attic. Tenth of the people said that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> tenth of the people who had uh, Coke versus Pepsi, I should say. That Coke versus Pepsi really did run away it, with it. It's super dominant, yeah. Yeah. Hard. It's the one people use as comparisons when talking about other rivalries. So I think sense. so. Yep. The uh, Cola Wars. The great Cola Wars of 1986. Mac Attic, any others jumping out at you? What about uh, Mac versus PC? Oh, duh. Oh, wow. that's, a, that's perfect. Yes, Mac versus you, PC. I'll do bet you it's have number a preference? Two. Uh, do you have a horse <laughs> in that race? No topic. Nope, uh, he does all right. not. Show me Mac versus PC. Yeah, oh, uh, Apple this, versus Microsoft. It's not PC addict, Ibit. I thought, it, I thought it was going to be higher. That surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know what? That's le- that war has lessened. It's it's it it's, has um, lessened exactly. They work with each other a lot more now, and they got you know mm-hmm. I can get Office over here and I get Apple shit over there. It's kind of not nearly the war it used to be. Exactly. So um, number six, good points for you. You know that all obviously helps you out a lot. I'm gonna say iOS versus Android. Let's stay in the same zone here. Oh, sure. That's good. All right. That's yeah. good. That I like my one. iPhone. I like my Samsung. Show me Apple versus Android. Yeah, number nice. four on the list. Okay. Now oh, it's right. Apple versus the world, isn't it? Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Well, when you yes. got the world's largest market cap, you tend to have rivals. Um, okay, so now we're in the weeds. Uh, Mac Addict, anything else on your list? What about Xbox versus PlayStation? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you know a what? Good one. Yeah, with that's a uh-huh. modern uh, re, redo mm-hmm. redo redux of the Sega Nintendo thing. So let's do that. Let's, sure. uh, Sony yeah. versus right. Microsoft in that case. Show me Xbox Xbox versus PlayStation. Xbox. Xbox. Number five on the list. Uh, Scott running away with points here. Nineteen. Yeah, I'm telling not you. Enough to, not enough to lock it down for uh, Mac Addict, but. Doing a doing a heck of a job. We'll see if this one helps. Let's do DC versus Marvel. Oh, ah. good one. all right, yeah. good one. Yeah, DC. Uh, the DC Zombies game just got kickstarted. This Kickstarter launched from Simon. So if you want uh, your own collection of uh, figures you're never going to paint in the DC universe, <laughs> now's the time to hop on that bandwagon. <laughs> uh, show me Marvel versus DC. Oh, number wow. nine. That th- I think that ensures the close to ensure the win. Uh, let's see, 18, uh, 27. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah, so oh, regardless of what happens, regardless yeah. of what happens, Mac Addict uh, gets the prize. I'm but, sad for my loss. Very excited for Mac Addict. Yeah. I'm just sad that you haven't even gotten a chance to answer a single time yet. You may get there now because I'm I'm at a, I'm at a, now I'm at a bit of a rut. Uh, Mac Addict. Oh, yeah, I took all the good ones. Today. <laughs> yeah, I took everything that was obvious. What do you, uh, Mac Addict? Anything on your head? In your head, not on uh, there. <laughs> n- no, not really. Let's do. How about this? Um, uh, oh, is that a brand though? Hold on. Yeah, let's do uh, Chevy versus Ford. That's big here in the states. Is oh, it that's like a good one. Truck owners sure. and stuff. Yeah, all right. let's do that. Ford versus Chevy. Uh, all right, show me Ford versus Chevy. Oh, Number wow. eight. Damn, yeah, yep. very good. Yep, yep. Surprised by that. By the way, uh, Faisley uh, wants to remind Brian Dunaway, spelled D-O-N-E dash away. <laughs> Sorry to bug you. Please remind Scott and Brian slash Coverville to watch Reacher Season 2 this December <laughs> after the game. We're somewhere in the mid. Thanks. 
I love, I love this guy now. I, I love him. <laughs> you do. I, I like I was the first time I was like a little not annoyed, but just kind of like whatever. No. But now I want this every day. I want my daily I want, reminders. Exactly. I don't ever leave this chat. That's really good. Um, okay, we can so we can be a little frou frou here. What if we said because I think we have a lot of gamers in our midst. Hell, sure. we give we give away games on this contest. So I'm going to say maybe let's try Steam versus Epic, even though it's not oh, much of a fight. Okay. Not much That's of a fight, but I still yeah, I like think that. it's a fun it's a fun little rivalry. All right, okay. Show me Steam versus Epic. Oh. I'm even surprised to say that um uh that didn't even come up in anybody's answer, amazingly enough. You know why? Because Steam kicked their ass. <laughs> because there wasn't can't have a feud if yeah. uh, one of them is just uh, just steamrolls over the other one. Yeah. All right, very it's good. Not, they just yeah. were too they're too big, too long, too much. They just couldn't I mean they're still trying, but it's not sure. it's not working out. Anyway. Sure. Uh okay. Uh, Brian, it's your turn. You get to actually answer. Yeah. yeah, you get a chance. Three answers left on the board. Number two, number seven, and the big number ten. If you get all three of these, uh, you still lose. Look, if you get all three of number these, Number two still is still around. That's interesting. I know, no, it is interesting. Biggie, yeah. If it's you win, though, Brian, if you clear out the rest of these, if you get two, seven, and ten, I will send you one of these stickers also. So you'll get a, you'll get a Pac-Man Wait, sticker. to Brian or to Mac Addict? To Brian, although Mac Addict would probably get one, too. But yeah. I'm trying to give these away, as you can tell, because I got a bunch of them and I got a sticker. <laughs> even if you don't get it, you'll probably get a sticker. Yeah. You'll, all right, you'll like it though, because it's an old Pac-Man machine, all beat up. You'll love super it. Super cool. Ooh, yeah. I do like Pac-Man. Ooh, <laughs> Pac-Man versus Kubert. No, um, how about? <laughs> um, I'm. Ooh, I can't decide between. Uh, uh, how about Mickey D's versus the BK Lounge? Oh my. <laughs> Good All lord. Right. All right. There you go. The clown versus the king. All right. Show me McDonald's yes. versus Burger King. Number seven. Yeah, number seven. Nice. Here we go. Nice. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about it. I've been listening food. to a really good podcast. Um, I've learned all about uh, Adidas versus Pumas. Mm. And it's been an amazing listen. But I don't think anyone's going to guess that. But I do think they may look at Nike versus Adidas. Oh, uh, that's a pretty big rivalry. When I was growing up, mm. um, you know, you had one or the other. You didn't. Sure. You didn't do both. You did, yeah. That's interesting. So I'm going here, Nike. Here was Nike versus yeah. um, uh, uh, Reebok. Puma? Reebok was the mm. big one. Yeah. Reebok. Oh yeah, there was a, there was a while when Reebok moved into to the second spot, sure. but um, yeah. they they slid down shortly after. Sure. All right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's let's uh, do it. Okay. Show me. Um, well, uh, any of the four of those shoe <laughs> companies you guys just mentioned. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? Oh, oh look at that. Adidas versus Puma versus Nike versus Reebok. Wow. Yeah, we had so many. There's an every, amazing podcast out right now. This about the Adidas versus Puma, and it's. I didn't know they were both German, and they were brothers, and they oh, had some kind of falling out. Really good podcast. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's funny. Everybody, there, there seem to be all four iterations of the uh, uh, of those choices. Like, oh, is Nike versus Adidas or Nike versus Puma? No, it's Puma versus Adidas. No, it's Nike versus yes, Reebok. Yes. Yeah, so, the shoe wars of the late nineties, early or late eighties, early nineties was something, man. It was a yeah, it really was. It, yeah. I mean, today, today it's just I don't know what it is. It's way simmered down, but back then it was hardcore. Yeah. Shimmer down now. Yeah. All right, then away. <laughs> you got another one? One answer left on the board. This is great. Let's see if we can sweep this thing. My favorite rivalry 
yeah. that might be just below the Marvel versus DC is DC versus DC with Batman v Superman. Oh, I always like that. Oh, are they a brand? Can you call the? I guess you could. They should make a movie. Yeah, they both have. They, they got their own. They got their own merch. <laughs> Where did you hear that name, Brian? Where did you hear that name? <laughs> Yeah, uh, starring Martha. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, show me Batman versus Superman. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the thinking though. Um, yeah, very. very I like good. it too. That's pretty good. Um, all right, so this not is even a- on the list. Not even nobody else said that. By the way. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I still like where your head went. Um, all right, Mac Attic. Let's have a, a big finish here. We got number ten. Has anything seeped into your knowledge base since we uh, last spoke? You and I. I'm I'm gonna steal from the chat. <laughs> oh, you can do that. Sure. Why yeah, not? absolutely. The chat is the one who answered this question anyway, so you should definitely listen to them. And earlier they had said Star Wars versus Star Trek, and that is really fucking. Oh, that uh, is a very good one. Pick uh, a side. Yeah, or you might die. Yeah, or like it all, like I do. Uh, I'll tell you yeah. what, though. I'm a little. If that's number ten, I'll be shocked because it seems like that should have been way higher for our group. But uh, let's do it. Star Trek, Star Wars. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. All right, show me Star of the Wars versus Star of the Trek. Oh, clear! That cleared the board. That's amazing. And, uh, Wow. Pretty good. Like you guys cleared the board without without more than one strike each, which is um, absolutely nice. amazing. That's yeah. really Actually, really good. Brian, had, you shouldn't be. You didn't even get a strike, Brian. Did you? Oh, I got one strike. I said I said bat v soups. Oh right right right. Okay. Oh, that's right. You yeah. did. That's the sound you get when you clear the board. Oh, Nicely that's great. Done. That's a great uh, sound. Yeah. Who else oh, did yeah. we or what else did we have that we missed? Yeah. Let's tell you about the the rest of the ones on the list. Uh, Metallica versus Megadeth. Oreo versus oh, Hydrox, oh, left Twix no. versus right Twix. <laughs> what? Uh, oh. Budweiser versus Miller, Heinz versus yeah. Hunt or French's, KFC versus Popeyes versus Chick Fil A. Uh, That's smart. Dave Grohl versus Courtney Love. Uh, okay, not quite a brand. Yeah. Uh, no. Neither is uh, Democrat versus Republican. That's been going on though. Mm. FedEx versus UPS. Nvidia versus oh. AMD. Oh, Nvidia AMD is a good one. one. Okay, that is a good one. Oasis okay. versus Blur. Sure. Pizza Hut versus Domino's. Taco Bell versus Taco yeah. John's. Uh, the Beatles versus the Stones. By the way, they both uh, they were both friends. They were they were friends with each other. Beatles even included an homage to the Stones on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's. And weirdly enough. Uh, we got new Beatles music and new Stones music in 2023. I don't know how that happens. Don't ask me. Uh, yeah. Twizzlers versus Red Vines, Amazon versus Walmart, oh, Backstreet Boys versus yeah. Instinct. D and D versus Pathfinder, uh, Ed- yeah. Edison versus Westinghouse, Eminem versus Everyone, <laughs> versus Little Debbie. <laughs> wow, nice. Hasbro versus Mattel, Hot Pockets versus Tatino's Pizza Rolls. Corn uh, versus Limp Biscuit, Levi versus Wrangler. What? <laughs> yeah. Levi's and uh, Wranglers one, were they ever yeah. truly rivals though? Because one, no, I don't think so. one of them was they, wearing, you were wearing cowboy boots with one and not the other one. You know, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Here's one you'll love: Ludens versus Halls. Oh my uh, lord! Yeah, the oh, great, the, great, the uh, rivalry. Can we tell who wrote that? There's no way to t- no. No, right? no way to tell who wrote that. Uh, whoever you are, tables. you're amazing, and I owe you a sticker as well because that is freaking great. <laughs> You're cold. Tell you what, if you want remedy. to prove that you're the person who wrote that, tell Scott the rest of the text 
that uh, you included with the Ludens versus Hulls. And yes, I, I that say, way I'll oh, know it's you. Yeah, yes, and I'll verify exactly. with Brian so I know it's for sure you, and then I will send you stickers. Not just stickers, awesome. stickers, because that's freaking funny that you it's pick great. cold remedies as a thing. <laughs> that's amazing. All that's right. great. Somebody just wrote makeup world people's cry, cry, cry emoji, and I don't know what that means. Makeup world people's cry, cry, cry. I don't know. Um, People are going through uh, stuff. Who let's knows? see. Nickelback versus everyone. Paul Simon versus Art Garfunkel. Post <laughs> uh, versus General Mills. Radio Shack versus Circuit City. Wow. Sheets versus Wawa. Uh. Uh-huh. Taking Back Sunday versus Brand New, Taylor Swift versus Everyone. I do like the uh, the, the the versus Everyone's. Uh, the Morning yeah. Stream versus Coverville. Oh, stop it, you. No. Twitter versus X. Nice. Uh, just somebody just wrote Van Halen, and I think that's probably pretty. Just accurate. Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walmart versus Target. Uh, and XTC versus Adam Ant, which is not just a feud, but also the title of a They Might Be Giants song. Wow. Whoa, that wasn't supposed to play. I don't know why that played. Uh, hey, that was great. Uh, what a bunch of great answers. What a great uh, board-filling time we've had. And one of these really two. Congratulations. We got a winner. You're a winner. Mac Addict, uh, congratulations. Brian will send you a little PM here shortly, if he hasn't already. Probably already has. Doing it right now? Nope. I was too busy uh, reading a thousand answers yep. that uh, people gave Amazing us. Amazing answers though you guys delivered uh tadpool on some amazing stuff that didn't didn't make the top 10 even uh, really good yeah. stuff mac yeah. addict how do you feel about your big win wonderful thank oh, you guys i can tell hope you you're able to, i hope you're able to see somebody about that addiction yeah let All us right. know uh we'll see you around <laughs> uh dunaway it's good to have you back sir and uh we're yes, gonna, we're gonna do this again this weekend when you and i get together uh for a little play retro time tell the folks what we're covering because it's exciting Absolutely. We're going to be crazy climbers and we're heading back to the arcade uh, for some crazy climbers. Scott is always talking about this. Johnson, by the way, I talked to Scott Fletcher last night and he said, Scott Johnson is right. And I was like, okay, Scott Fletcher. Yeah. But I've underestimated this game because I always saw it as some dumb, you know, what are you doing? You're climbing up a wall. That's dumb. But there's all kinds of coordination involved. These two joysticks, you have to try to make them move and crap. It's hard. Yeah. I will second, I will second Scott's uh, love of uh, crazy climber and the, and the, uh, the baby elephant walk music that you will never get out of your head. (laughs) Oh, that that thing. Go for it. Go for it. And the birds shitting on you and everything. And in the Japanese version, you could just toggle that on and off. It was crazy. Right. I had a stand-up. Oh, really? We had a stand-up one in my basement. Our living room had the sit-down yeah. one. And the sit-down one, instead of holding the sticks like this, you yeah. held them down like this. Oh. And oh, so you had to change up how you would kind of – you'd have to get a new feel for it. And uh, me yeah. and my friends were always like having this challenge of who could transition and still score high without screwing up because it changed your hand-eye coordination. Anyway. That game's great. I want a digital imagine, watch playing it. It's an amazing game, and I have tons of stories about it. It's going to be I imagine really fun. Uh, something you can play it on now just uses dual analog sticks, right? So you can just go boop, beep, boop, Oh, yeah, beep. for sure. Although, yeah, I, just, uh, I played it with my Xbox 360 controller, which has two sticks, and just yeah. use your little thumb there. Mm-hmm. Go. It works really well because the, the, the emulation has is seeing the sticks as on and off and not 
not analog. Oh, so and not analog, right? Yeah, so not yeah, slowly yeah. on, slowly. Yeah. On so you can or, you'd think it'd be no. hard, easy to screw up, but really you just have to go past median for up and past median for down, and it recognizes cool. it. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I as you can tell, I have Very some passion cool. for this game. So heck yeah, we'll talk about it. That'll be this That's weekend, awesome. uh, Friday actually at two thirty Mountain Time. So please tune in and check out me and Dunaway there. Or if you want the podcast version, you can get that at frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian Dunaway, I would like you to kiss our butts. Know you. Bye. Right. <laughs> he has such to know w- you is yeah. to love you. <laughs> it's so weird because his morning his morning game show lag is worse than his film sack lag. He has bar- hardly yeah. any on film sack, so I can't Zero lag in film sack. Yeah, I don't know whether it's – if it's just because – I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't know either. It's wireless or something. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe. That was super fun. Great, great one today. Um, Yeah. All right. Let us move on to some news coverage here at the news desk. We got news to do. Time for the news brought to you by the wrong Whopper. Oh, yeah. So in addition to the dog eating fries and then taking a dump on a pillow. Set fries out. um, I, Kim brought home yesterday she brought home some burger king because the kid was here and it was just like well let's just sure, all get it so the, and i like a whopper yeah. i'm a fan i don't eat the fries yeah. anymore I'm done with that in my life oh wow i know the discipline the discipline involved with that is uh, seriously impressive i have to i just can't they for yeah. whatever reason they're my they're my kryptonite so uh so i get a whopper but here's the problem when i went up there to get it it was after the show with greg and i was starving because i hadn't eaten sure so I go up there and she says, it's on the table. I have to go to the dentist. I said, cool. So her and Carter are off to the dentist and I went upstairs and no one's here except me and the dogs. And this is pre-dog eating the fries. That happened later. Okay. I get up there and I see two Whoppers on the table, one that's wrapped and one that's laying out with a single bite taken out of it. Okay. And I went, well, obviously it's not the one with a bite taken out of it. I don't know what yeah, the deal is there. Sure, but that seems like exactly. a wasted Whopper. What are we doing? So I grabbed the one that was wrapped and I start tearing into it and I realize... This is an impossible Whopper. It's one of those impossible meat patties. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. And I realized, oh, this is Carter's Whopper. So I call mm. Kim. Oh, no. She's in the dental chair. I go, hey, uh-huh. what's, which, <laughs> wa- which Whopper am I supposed to eat? She's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Carter's is the wrapped one. Yours is the one that has a single bite. T- Taylor didn't realize it was yours and thought, it, uh, you know, said it would be fine. And it, it is. I don't care. I don't I don't have a cooties problem course. with my daughter. Yeah. So I said, uh I said, oh, okay, so now I've got a half-eaten Impossible Whopper. Oh. But then I ate the whole other Whopper. And then I went, well, why didn't I just eat fries and kill myself like everybody else does? <laughs> anyway, it was stupid. No kidding, yeah. It was well, you know, thing. you ate half of an Impossible <clears throat> Whopper, so yeah. it was impossible to eat to not eat the other Whopper. And by the way, I'll have to, I, do, I will say those Impossible Whoppers are pretty freaking good. They're not... They're really good, yeah. They're not bad. I don't... I, I I do I can They're, tell the difference right you can tell the difference yeah. but that's not a bad difference. sadly because of all the salt stuff they put in there there's really not um, a benefit like a calorie benefit to eating a, a um, impossible whopper but uh, right um, but if you're obviously if you're vegetarian great option yeah and if you're trying to I don't know. I guess just kill less cows, vegetarian style. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. know what else, what other benefits. You're, benefit. you're still getting a lot of salt, so it's not like yeah, not like there's a, a much of another benefit. But yeah. save the cows, eat an impossible whopper. Sure. That's a, I'm putting that on a t-shirt. Let's go. All right, uh, here's the first story of the day, folks. We're going to share this one with you. We got a hijacking to report. 
Hold on to your butts. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. The hijacking of $339,000 American dollars worth of rare Japanese Kit Kats. It wasn't us. <laughs> we used to get these all no. the time, but we have nothing to do with this this hijacking. Yeah. Oh, my God. How many Japanese Kit Kats have we gotten over the years? Oh, my gosh. So many. I kind of yeah. miss those days. Those were great. When I kind of do, too. Yeah. You hey, what's up blue for both of us? What's up, listeners? We used to have with a whole your, segment called the Yeah, well, the problem thing. was you said no more Suge, and they don't want to just send it to me. They, you know, it's like a kind of both or nothing. So well, you, I'll, ta- you, I'll you taste test. Us. I'll taste test your Suge, but I don't want to. I just can't sit and eat it anymore, you know? Yeah. But I'll taste test it. So if anyone out there's got a weird Kit Kat and you're like, I just, the boys have to try this, we're still down. Okay. Right. Uh, the hijacking uh, here, it went like this Mr. Danny Tang's 55,000. Kit Kats. That's um, 55,000 separate That's Kit Kats. That's an insane number of Kit Kats. Which is actually, you double that. What is that? Uh, 100 and... No, wait. What is that? Because there's two there's two sticks per Kit Kat package. So if you're counting mm-hmm. sticks, that's 150,000? <laughs> yeah, it would just be double because it's... Uh, uh, it would just be double because it's always... Thousand. Right, it's always two. <laughs> Yeah. Always two. Well, Actually, in those in the in the Japanese Kit Kats, it's always two. It's not the like the four you get in a regular bar. Oh right, we get the four. I, I forgot they used to or that that's how that was. Like you still, if you get the full size Kit Kats at a convenience store, it's a it's four. But the little Japanese ones are always like they're the perfect snack size. Like yeah, I just want a little bit of a Kit Kat. Yeah, those are perfect. Two. Um, what's the one that has always two? Oh, uh, Twix is always two sticks. Twix is always two. Yeah, it's it's the it's the candy with the cookie crunch. It's the candy with the cookie crunch and the left right left left Twix versus the right Twix. That's right. Those two never get along. Uh, anyway, yeah. they began their long twisted journey, uh, sometimes obscure journey in Japan. Mister Tang is the founder of Boxu, a New York company that sells mm-hmm. Japanese snacks and subscription boxes. You heard of this before? I have. I tried one box. I didn't do the full-on subscription, but I was like, oh, let's see what we get in a box of uh, Boxu. Mm. And it was cool. I mean, it is, you get a ton of snacks. I was able to to uh, subsist off of one box of Boxu snacks for three or four months. Wow. Um, and, and they want to send you one of those every month. It's like, yeah, no, that's all right. Especially not for mm. 40 bucks or whatever it was. It was expensive. Oh, was that, that's who's going to ask what the price was. That's a lot. Yeah, it's it was pricey. Uh, I need those boxes. Those boxes need to have an upper limit of about fifteen for me to want to do it all the time. You know, mm, which I realize not I'm not going to get shit. Right? It's going to be bad. You're, you're going to get garbage. You're going to get uh, cracker jack tattoos and uh, little plastic stress balls. Is I'll, what you're going to get. I'll go twenty. <laughs> yeah, still not. So gonna you be go. Great. You know, you go forty for the right thing. Like the um, you know the sci-fi loot crate. I think is really good. I think that might be the last one I'm subscribed to. And I feel like I get 150, 200 bucks worth of stuff in a $40 box every couple months. You know how your brain will sometimes latch onto an old memory and then yeah. it doesn't matter how much time passes, your, that always uh-huh. pops up. This happens sure. every time. So here's a, this is a new thing I've never told anyone. So I'll tell you okay. and everyone else in the All audience. Right. When any, to anytime someone tells me something costs 20 bucks, uh-huh. my first thought is, that's what Charles Ingalls paid for five acres <laughs> and a horse on an episode. House on the Prairie? Yeah, on an episode of Little House on the Prairie. There was this episode, I just remember it so distinctly as a kid, because they said, how much for the five acres and the horse? 
And the guy yeah. replied, $20. If you give it to me now, you can you can take the horse with you. And I remember going, holy shit. 20- Did he have to take his shirt off, though, to get it? Did well, Charles Ingalls have to go shirtless? That's true. Well, he yeah. always is in my mind anyway, so it was He fine. kind of, you know, we've got a friend who started binge-watching those, and uh, she says, he, he goes shirtless a lot more than you probably remember. Yeah. Yeah, now there's yeah. talk. There's talk from, was it the lady that played his wife? Somebody said he was like, he was kind of nasty on set. Like, Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. That's a real bummer because we all sainted that guy. Yeah, I know. Never, never, never like, saint uh, your what was his? What was his, uh, his kind of more religious show that he did in the 80s? Oh, of, uh, something from heaven. heaven. Yeah, that's right. Uh, heaven, not heaven can wait. Uh, heaven. Something. I'm here from heaven. heaven? Not no, something. that was a similar, that was, was kind a different of a, thing. Highway to heaven. Highway Thank to heaven. <laughs> Yeah. Right, and he kept and he kept bringing that dude that was on Little House with him on on that show too, the bearded yeah, guy, right. the big right. dumb friend. He was also a big dumb friend in that. <laughs> like, I want to come be my big dumb friend on this new show. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> sounds good. All right, good. Just be here for my whole career, will you, big dumb friend? Anyway, there you go. So uh, twenty dollars uh, is how we got there. Yeah, that's anyway. how we got there. But the point is, like, I will always do that in my head. I won't say it out loud, but when you say twenty bucks, I go five acres yeah. and a horse incredible i'm sure there's stuff like that for me i'll have to next time one triggers i'll have to let you know yeah because we all have them of some kind we all have them for sure i do it with four if you say 49 i say that's an a360 game (laughs) if if you say uh you know 299 i say that's what i paid for my ps2 really yeah i do a lot of video game money comparison stuff in my head don't know why just is that's funny because you always think Gosh. that I, instead of spending it on some food i'm yeah, not you I'm think gonna of poop something later. you something that you'd have for a lot longer to enjoy i get it no it totally does yeah. make sense it's a little it's a little babyish of me but I, I do it no you know it puts things um if nothing else it puts things in a uh um in a frame that you're more um that you more associate with value mm. you know i think there's something to that yeah and it could be anything i guess whatever you're into mm-hmm. yeah drugs maybe i could say cocaine or drugs heroin. sure well yeah. there's that yes uh, this so. is a whole eight ball worth of of uh <laughs> hoa payments or whatever right uh so here's the so here's the the upshot of this um this guy uh the shipment which included sought after flavors such as melon matcha latte and defuku mochi Defuku? Mm. Daifuku? I think. <laughs> There's another way, way to pronounce that, but I'm not going to do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely don't do that. Um, cost him 110 grand. Uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. U.S. 110 grand, right? Uh, but they expected to make more than $250,000 in total revenue. Oh, wow. Uh, he says this. You can fit a lot of Kit Kats into two containers. You're not wrong, Mr. Tang. Yeah, those like like we're talking big shipping containers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't mean little ones. I don't think. I little not. plastic uh, containers. No. Uh, these particular case cats will become key players in an ultimately frustrating saga of shell e command accounts, uh, phantom truckers, supply chain fraud, and one seriously bewildered cargo freight broker. It's funny because this is written like it's going to be another documentary on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I would watch like, it too, dude. I kind of would too, honestly. Yeah. What was that one that we? I was, was getting uh, the music information ready so I can. Uh, oh, you're all good. The next song. Do you remember the Pez thing, the Pez documentary? Oh Didn't yeah, you watch yeah, that? yeah. That was great. It was like yeah, that. this would be a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. and those like were the also importing Pezes from other countries. Was who knew such a uh, uh, like customs issue. 
Yeah, where was the country for that? Was it like uh, that was European? It was, uh, it was like Prague or something, or, or something Ukraine like or something. Yeah. I don't remember, but that was a. If you guys ever, I don't remember the title. I think we recommended it, but that is such we a did. cool doc. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. What weird people! They were so yeah. weird. The main dude that lives in the farm with the lady now. <laughs> yes, Freaking. oh my god, I'd forgotten about him. He's so weird. Right. Such yeah. a such a weirdo. You had audio. You had audio of that guy, but I don't know how you'd ever find it. I can't remember what he said no. that was so funny that that you made a uh, stinger. Yeah, his, I kept uh, two or three of them, I think, in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, anyway, good luck to Mr. Tang. Good luck to us on uh, taking a break here. We're going to do that, and we're going to play a song, and Brian has all the preparations right there in front of him. Brian, what are we doing? I do, and here's what messed me up is that um, uh, I put our first song in something different. I'm putting, I'm changing that right now because um, we have two covers today, and the reason for that is because our Indie in the Middle is a cover. It's rare that I get a cover sent to me by the... Um, by the the labels by the the indie uh bands or labels themselves but in this case i did and it's really really good this is a band called radiobot it's a, a dynamic musical ensemble uh combining brett scallions billy harvey and eddie wall brett scallions brett scallions yum yum brett scallions uh <laughs> this is uh um their um uh, their next single is going to be coming out next month. It's called This World's on Fire. That is going to be an original. comes out December 8th. We might hear it on the show. Who knows? But in the meantime, here's their take on the great Bob Dylan's subterranean homesick blues. <laughs> Mixing up the medicine, I'm on the pavement Thinking about the government The man in the trench coat, badge out, laid off Says he got a bad cough, lost to get paid off Look out, kid, it's something you did God knows when, but you do it again You better duck down the alleyway Looking for a new friend A man in the coonskin cap in the pit pen Lost $11 bills, you only got 10 
the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door go to bluenile.com and use promo code listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more that's code listen at bluenile.com for fifty dollars off bluenile.com code listen this episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scent Air app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scent Air's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, Scent Air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Oh, what fun it is to jump on Pac-Man every day. He could technically not have penisary contact with Ovalvo. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for a while. Hey, Brian, what was that song again? Sure, that's the band Radiobot and their cover of Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues. Look out for their new single. Coming out next month, this world's on fire. We might just play it here on TMS. I can't wait for that moment in our lives. Uh, all right, <clears throat> let's get, uh, get let's get one Tom Merritt involved uh, with this thing. Please, let's be civil. Tom, play us a quick solo to show everyone how hard you've been practicing. Well, that's what I expect from Tom Merritt. He is here for uh, per usual on a Wednesday to talk about the daily tech headlines of the world and uh, fill us in on what's maybe happening a little later on Daily Tech News Show. Tom Merritt, welcome back from Belgium. Hey, thanks. Yeah. How, you had a good time, I and mean, we talked to you last week. But everything go well, and you know. Yeah, no, it, it went great. I had a I had a wonderful time, uh, yeah. and uh, I, I wish I got to see more of Belgium than mm-hmm. I did. But the, but the bit that I saw, um, delicious. Probably not did a lot of time. Did you have any to... Brussels sprouts while you were there? <laughs> I, did. I actually I actually did. Oh uh, wow! I, Are they fresher first, there? <laughs> the first day I was there, I went into this little deli that looked good, looked very healthy, and I oh. went over to the bar. And I got some pasta and yeah. put it in my bowl. And then I was like, oh, my God, there's Brussels sprouts. Oh. <laughs> I cannot 
So <laughs> you've got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Brussels and Brussels. My gosh. That's yeah, right. I didn't check to see if they were just labeled sprouts. Sprout. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. awesome. Well, I'm glad you're back. Uh, you've probably been, you know, busy with stuff and getting all back into the swing of things. Uh, what's going on right now that you're going to cover today? Well, you know, usually when someone announces awards nominations, everyone looks at those nominations and says, yep, that is exactly right. We yeah. have no criticisms of these awards. But strangely, <laughs> uh, the recently announced Game Awards ha- have caused some some questions. Scott, have you heard oh. about this? Yeah, unfortunately, I sure have, Tom. And uh, it, this it kind of happens every year. This year, though, is a very particular year in the industry in that it it has showcased some of the greatest games of a decade or more. Sure. Um, it's unprecedented how many, you know, A-level games, S-tier games came out in the year 2023. There's also some real stinkers that happened, but nobody noticed them because everything else was so good. So the competition was thick. Some amazing, both critical and audience-favored things happened. And I just knew, leading up to these award announcements, Jeff Keighley's whole thing, um, it's worse than him with movies. Like we all get frustrated when our favorite actor doesn't get an Oscar nomination or even yeah. at the Oscars when your favorite movie, Mad Max Fury Road, doesn't win in a crowded room full of other nominations. We we know that feeling, but with gamers, it's more intense and more terrible and they freak out about everything. Mostly they're mad that uh, that uh, Starfield didn't make the game oh, of the wow, year. That is surprising. Starfield got one nomination out of the entire run of categories yeah Yeah. other stuff got seven or eight some got more Mm -hmm. um it's no surprise and probably will be no surprise that Baldur's gate 3 will end up running away with this i wouldn't be surprised and i think it deserves it but i am a little surprised to see that not on there but then there are also some indie titles that don't even make the light of day that were some of the best games this year there's a game called dave the diver which i absolutely loved it's this dinky little game came out of nowhere took everybody by storm massively popular people loved it and it's nowhere near game of the year list and i think that's a weird shame so their focus on so i'm starting to be like the people that annoy me but their focus on (laughs) you know triple a only and it's all the stuff you know about for sure and Uh the big names that that, them focusing on that is the part uh, that frustrates me but if they're going to do that, it is surprising not to see starfield on there that thing was a massive success and critically a little mixed. Um, there's a lot of things about Bethesda games that are Bethesda game problems, and so people just like to have issues with that. But if you if you like Starfield, you really liked it. So I I, I guess I feel for some of these people that their game didn't get nominated. I get mm-hmm. it. Here, here's here's the question though, because psychologically, yeah. it is a lot easier to look at a list and say, "Hey, this is missing." than it is to create the list with a limit. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Uh, th- this happens all the time on Daily Tech News Show. People will say, well, why didn't you cover this story? And it's kind of impossible to explain because when you're making a rundown, it's very subjective uh, and you're always going to leave out something because you only, you know, you don't want the show to be an infinite amount of time. Uh, so it's kind of hard to dis- describe like, uh, you know, oh, well, it, did, it didn't do this or it's because of that. Same thing with Game of the Year. What would you have removed from Game of the Year for Starfield? And I'll, I'll, I'll give you time to think by naming what's in there. I Alan pro- Wake 2. Right. Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Marvel's Spider-Man 2, yeah. Resident Evil 4, 
Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I would have probably taken Resident Evil 4 Remake out of there because it is a wonderful remake, but it's a remake of an old game. Like, they did a great job, and they really did... And like they've done with all their Resident Evil remakes up to this point, they've done an amazing job with it. It's, in, it's an incredible experience. I played through the whole thing. I'll never play it again because I hate scary games, but it was great. Uh, I don't think it belongs on that list as a, as a remake. Maybe that's a separate category, and then you could have included the Dead Space remake, which was also excellent this year. should not be ignored. Um, this year's full of those kinds of experiences, like amazing remakes, yeah, amazing yeah. new new titles. So them trying to cram all this into like five names is is a fool's errand. Like it, it, in a normal year, maybe not though. So like with movies, they used to do five, right, for the Oscars, and then they broadened it mm-hmm. to ten. They moved it up to ten. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's for the reasons you described. It's like it's just too narrow to have only five. So I, if it were yeah, me, six, I would have had. But yeah, still pretty narrow. Yeah, I would say put more in here. Give us ten. Give us twelve. I think that's reasonable. And there are enough candidates most years to fill that list. And if there's not, fine. Cut it though, off at if you do nine. 10, even the Academy Awards, there's always like, well, why didn't they include this one? And yeah. it actually makes it worse because there's more chances for you to pick at something that's on the list because you got 10 to pick from. Yeah, so you're right. I do respect the the sort of like, let's keep it limited. Uh, I feel like you just passed the test, though, because a lot of times when you ask that question of yourself, you start to look at the list and you're like, well... I mean, maybe I'd pick Starfield over this one, but that one's pretty good. I mean, Baldur's Gate, that one's got to be on there. You you went pretty easily right to Resident Evil 4 and made a really good case for it. Right. And and, and I don't, and again, it's not a knock on the game because it is really, no. really good. It's just that, do we do we not give another new, massively new game that year? And what all this tells me, though, is in the end, what this tells me is that contest mentality kind of sucks. And by that, I mean uh, popularity contests. Yeah, the yeah. idea that if your game's not on there, then you feel personally invalidated as to your choices of what you think should be on there is just not a healthy thing for us, mm-hmm. you know? So and part of me hates it. these awards, par- partly because when they roll around and you see the actual stage thing, it's more of a showcase for new trailers, gameplay totally. footage, announcements. The awards are weirdly secondary. They barely do them. Like they're just mm-hmm. kind of quick reads. Sometimes for the big two or three categories, they have somebody come up on stage. But most of them, they rattle them off, clap a little bit, and then move on to the next, let's call them commercials, because that's what they are, another trailer or whatever. And that's all fine. But I think calling it the awards and then us pretending that it's the definitive thing and we better adhere to these are the best, I think may not be great for us as, pe- I think as a, a people. A couple of things there. Yeah. Uh, one, if you don't call it the awards... And just call it the big trailer show. Nobody watches. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I, I yeah, totally you know, agree. Like, the They're awards really, are yeah. the gimmick. And this is true of all the award shows. I don't watch the Academy Awards so much to find out who wins as to see all the trailers and, and the people and like, oh, I haven't seen that person in a while. Oh, that's a cool clip. Oh, I didn't know about. Like, same for the Grammys, even more so. Grammys, you're there for the performances. Yeah. You almost don't even care who wins. But you need the hook. I don't know why, but we need that hook to be like, oh, but I'm watching to see who wins best of the year, right? Right, right. Um, And the second thing I'll add is I don't think anyone thinks these are definitive lists, right? Some people do, but yeah, we're not supposed to. I think think if we all sort of agree like, hey, this is just a fun exercise – 
and it's one way of 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 determining the best and maybe we agree maybe we don't then it becomes a a lot healthier and a lot more fun i think free rangers has it right i really like what he just said in the chat he says all awards are subjective the only reason i like the oscars is because it exposes me to movies i may have missed what exactly. wins best picture is subjective mm-hmm. and may or may not be the best movie, quote unquote, best movie. I totally agree with that. Like 100%. That, that's yeah. the healthy way to look at this. And then then contests can be kind of fun. I just don't like when people get over serious about it. And maybe I'm getting over serious about it. Um, <laughs> it's hard not to, though, right? It's yeah. hard not to. Um, the only, I will say this, though. The only reason that Final Fantasy 16 people aren't more up in arms about them not getting nominated at all is is because Starfield uh, is taking the stage on who's the maddest it's taking, about yeah, not it's being taking the there. oxygen out of the room. Yeah. yeah. So again, I mean, uh, what we've helped illustrate here is just how insane 2023 is, and also what a contradiction it is. There's been more industry layoffs in a than than we've had in a very long time. In the same year, we've had some of the biggest biggest successes. The overall profitable take by the industry is higher than it's ever been, and. Yet there's these weird dichotomies and old games are new again and new games are the best we've ever seen and the genres they come out in. Like it's a wi- absolutely wild year for video games. So I guess enjoy it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And and it's a it's a good conversation starter, if if nothing. Else. Yeah. And Zelda Zelda got in there or Tears of the Kingdom got in there for best uh thing. Or wait, do you have that on the game list? Game of the year. Yeah, game yeah. of the year. It probably won't win. Nintendo people are gonna get real pissed. That's fine. You won with Breath of the Wild. It's fine, okay? Let let Baldur's Gate 3 win. It actually should win. There you go. That's Scott planting his flag. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, too? Starfield's one nomination, we, we shouldn't forget, they did get one nomination, was for Best RPG, but Baldur's Gate's probably going to win that, too. Yeah, because it's in the same cat. I don't know. Yeah. It's all screwy. I really like Keeley, and I like what he's doing, and, you know, he's Final single. Fantasy 16 got nominated for Best RPG. Oh, it's in there, too? I didn't realize. I thought yeah. I got none. Well, yeah, they, won't got, so they won't be so mad. They won't be so mad. Well, there you go. Um, we will we will make some mention of that today on the show on DTNS, as well as many other tech stories that will happen today at two thirty Mountain Time. No, two p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, Tom, anything else going on you'd like to tell people about? Indeed, um, I have a new novel. And I'm trying a novel way of rolling it out. Um, so it is about. Uh, Time being broken in three places, uh, and it has broken down the laws of physics so that you, through no act of your own, might just experience what they call a K-shift, which changes the fundamental constant of the universe, and you have a 30% chance of surviving that if it happens. Wow. So, in order to fix that, they have to go back in time and find someone who they can influence to make a decision to fix it without making things worse. It's called The Moment, and if you're interested, it's being serialized uh, every week, a new chapter, at freetomnewsletter.com. Uh, the newsletter, of course, is free. The book is not. So if you <laughs> if you pay to subscribe, you get the book. Go check it out. Very nice. Uh, cool. Brian, you'll have to read it and uh, give it your time travel. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will. It's my time travel stamp of approval. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to hear that. He's actually yeah. a hardcore uh, uh, time travel critic, let's call it. And uh, yeah, I'd be curious. I'd be curious where it lands on the scale. Uh, uh, given <laughs> I'm that, sure. Listen, knowing where it comes from, I'm sure it's fantastic. Oh, I'm sure it is. Wow. Yeah, look, we know I the hope. author. He's awesome. Yeah, be guy. honest. I, I would love to know. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on all the socials. Tom, we'll see you a little bit later on Daily Tech News Show. Bye. You now. got it.
All right. Bye. He gave us a thumbs up. That was cool. He did. He did. People at oh, home I, didn't see it, but we got a little. By the way. Fazalay. One of these uh, posts, you got to tell me how to pronounce your name. Uh, now it's, hi, Brian slash Coverville. Could you pick on Scott and Mr. Merritt if they are excited for Ms. Universe before he drops off his segment thanks to Scott? Ms. Ms. Universe? Ms. Universe. I don't know. Is that Mrs. Universe? Is that a upcoming <laughs> thing? Do you work for Amazon Prime? Is this? Is, is this? Uh, I feel like we're getting. I feel like we're getting. Yeah, like somebody who works in the Hulu's pocket. What is going on? Very weird. Yeah. Uh, I love it though. Keep it up. Uh, let's move on to yeah, maybe a little bit less. Yeah, friends. maybe just tiny. Just a <laughs> just this much. Just tiny. Exactly. Yeah. I guess he only does it once per per guest. So okay, we'll see what he has to say for Randy. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. Last minute, we uh, we lost Nicole. She's got family in town. And uh, she's busy with that, so we will not be talking to her, but we will be talking to Randy. And when we do, you'll know it, because it'll be after this. Well, what do you recommend? I'll tell you what we recommend, streaming stuff on streaming services. And we have Randy Jordan here to help us do that. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. It is absolutely beautiful here today. How do I get to live here? How well, is it? I don't know fair. either. I mean, look, it's not fair. you just pay a lot of money is what you do. That's right. That's, you just, that's true. You that's spend, absolutely true. You live, you, live in a, <laughs> you live in Orange County where the, the cost of living is through the roof. I assume it is still. It used to be. Is it still? Oh, yeah. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. My my brother sold a house a couple of weeks ago, a house that he had been in, in like for like 20 years. Yeah. And we compared some notes and wow. Yeah. This was in Texas. And damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The difference between here and there is shocking. You California people have wrecked us here because we used to have, you know, pretty. We we're always kind of median on house prices and stuff, and it just cost yeah. of living in general. But then during or after the pandemic, when the housing market did their little explosion, uh, a ton of you moved here and cranked all the housing prices up. So now, I live in a house that was worth four hundred. I don't know six years ago. It's now worth close to nine fifty. Yeah, but if I sold it, everything else you couldn't afford to move anywhere. No, because, I couldn't. Yeah, unless I went to you know Mississippi or something, or or right. Costa Rica. Like I, ha- I have a friend who moved to Costa Rica last year, and like I've just been watching how how happy she and her husband are. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, nothing just, costs anything I, in Costa Rica. I, That's great. Yeah, it's. I'm like, why doesn't everybody do this? There must be reasons that everybody doesn't do this. Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, we're glad to have you here. We're going to talk about this stuff, and we're going to start with Brian because he is the guy we start with. That's just the way it is. Sure. Let's talk about the stuff. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, so mine is a series. This actually came out early, way earlier this year, and T and I finally got around to uh, getting to it on our list. And I'm glad we did. Um, you're going to hear some people here talking about a, uh, a mysterious machine that um, has appeared in this town and what it's doing for people. Excellent. Uh, why won't it play? Here it is. Let's play it. Speaking of, you two tried this Morpho machine? Oh, my God. Oh, we were just talking about that. You want to know what I got? Superstar. Uh, oh. Is that spooky or what? I was legitimately spooked. <laughs> Not spooky as that shit. That is scary. I don't know if you two remember, but I was the first Italian-American goalie in New York Rangers history. Mm-hmm. And the youngest. Yeah, how would we not remember that? Yeah, it's printed right here on the menu. I was f***ing brimming with potential until I suffered a permanent injury to my catching hand while I was deadlifting over 465 pounds. Yeah, yeah, we know the story. How much were you lifting, though? But if it wasn't for that, I guess I wouldn't have this place, which is also a lifelong dream. Yeah, so I guess as that spooky machine can attest, superstar can mean a lot of different things, Big D. 
<laughs> Dusty won't try it. Really? What? Why not, bro? You know something that you always wanted to be? Some secret ambition or talent? Ooh, Dusty is a really good whistler. Among other secret talents. A good whistler? Wow! Cass is a lucky woman. And you, my friend, are a very lucky man. What do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I have everything I ever wanted. Maybe you didn't want enough. <laughs> what? Wow. What? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so first we got to talk about the people you hear in that clip. Um, you don't get to hear him super uh, a whole hell of a lot, but that's uh, Chris O'Dowd from the IT crowd. Basically, he uh, he is the Irish Jason Siegel, or maybe uh, Jason Siegel is the American Chris O'Dowd. I don't know who who came first, but two of them definitely the the same cut from the same cloth, and and that's kind of why this feels a little bit like ensemble comedy wise. Um, very similar in style to uh, Shrinking, mm. which was another Apple okay, TV yeah. Plus uh, yeah. series. Um, you're also hearing uh, Gabriel Dennis from the uh, Black Lady Comedy Show, but you're you're one of the most important voices you're hearing there is Josh Segarra, who is uh, we saw him most recently Scott in uh, She Hulk. He was the the uh, friend of. Uh, uh, Jennifer Walters that had the you know that really really goofy voice. Oh, you know, I loved him in that. Yes, that, he was yes. great. Okay, and the more more I see him in shows, the more I think he is just like that. That's not a, that's not a character he's playing. That is and what he's actually like. I love and what Josh comes Segarra out. Of this, is an yeah. impossibly attractive human being. Oh yeah, he really yeah, yeah. is. Like, very good looking good man. Looking that's what that's what's great about him because he'll do this voice. Not that's not even a yeah. voice he's doing. He'll talk it's in this weird way. Affectation. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll see his face while he's saying it. And you'll go. <laughs> This isn't happening in the same universe. Like, where? How is he doing that? It's crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. Anyway, so it's telling the story about a uh, little small town uh, where uh, suddenly in the grocery store, um, something that looks like a big sit-down Star Wars arcade machine appears, but it's called Morpho. And when you go in there and you uh, you give it your fingerprints and your uh, social security number, it tells you your life potential. It spits out a little card, much like Zoltar, that tells you what your life potential is going to be, usually in one or two words. And as you heard, uh, Patrick, or I'm sorry, uh, Josh Cigar there said that he got the word superstar. Somebody else got storyteller. Um, another person got liar in the town and the whole town sees this thing. And for the most part, just buys into it completely and is like, Oh, this is what I meant to be. This is who I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do with my life. And even goes so far as to completely switch gears in their life to go for what this little arcade machine has told them their life potential is going to be. And, uh, are, Dusty, are you, yeah. uh, so I, I saw the, trailer for this and i wanted yeah. to watch it but are you meant to question whether or not it's supernatural or it's yes. just okay all right. all right you are and um uh and it's i'm trying to think of like what else what other um it's like to, big. to say you know maybe to compare it to severance in a way of like that weird quirkiness where uh, there's something weird going on in this world but mm. we don't know exactly what it is um kind of in that in that line, what was oh. the one with uh, devs? Was another one? Oh, that was I kind love of... devs. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you just mentioned um, two shows that are my all-time faves. I freaking love that stuff. So well, and this has that kind of supernatural aspect, but is definitely a lot more on the comedy side than all of those other things. Yeah. Se- Severance was quirky comedy. This is 
this is kind of in that same vein. And it's, um, it was developed by, uh, one of the guys who, um, was writer and executive producer for Shit's Creek. So he's got, uh, it's got some Shit's Creek kind of small town. The people around the main characters are, are, could have, could have lived in Shit's Creek as well as this. It's, it's quirky. This, this other town. Yeah. Very quirky. I like, quirky. um, great, great other cast, Patrick Kerr, uh, Damon Gupton, um, people that you'll recognize when you see them, maybe you don't recognize them by name, but, um, uh, you get something of a, of a resolution, although, um, there is a season two coming and it's going to definitely go deeper into what's going on with this weird, um, morpho machine. Mm-hmm. Um, quick watch. It's, uh, you know, 10, 30 to 40 minute episodes, um, and, uh, it's a lot of fun. Chris Dowd is, I mean, the dude steals the show. He is fantastic. And, or Chris O'Dowd. Did I say Chris, just Chris Dowd? Yeah. Chris O'Dowd. When he's in America, uh, again, he, he gets, he drops his O's. That's fine. No, I don't. Yeah. Know he does. Did I, did I actually say the name is the big door prize? I think I did. Oh. People in the chat room. I might've done a shit out of luck.com. I think he did. I didn't said, think he said it either. Yeah. I don't think I ever said the name of the show. It's <laughs> the big door prize. It's on Apple TV plus, um, and, uh, renewed for a second season. So you will get. Um, a continuation of the story. If you if you're worried about seeing this mystery show, that's kind of got um, a lot of layers to it. Um, yeah, there is nobody in this in this show, no character in this show that that you don't kind of fall in love with. Kind of like Shit's Creek. Well, you I'm have so impressed. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. I was just gonna say you've completely convinced me about a thing I did not know existed until today. So, well, yeah, that's totally that's what I was gonna say. I'm yeah. so impressed by how Apple is putting together these good things and then hiding them and nobody knows. Yeah. I, I had a, a friend who just suddenly started blogging on Facebook the other day about all the great things on Apple. It's like, she discovered it. <laughs> like, yeah. like it was this yeah. thing that she, you know, what's this severance? Oh yeah. my goodness. You know, like <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there who they don't pay attention to the Emmys basically yeah. at all. Yeah. And so they just don't know. And uh, like Apple is killing it. And I, I wish there was mm-hmm. more awareness. Yeah, they're having yeah, a they're having sure. a moment. They seem to be it's all qu- quality over quantity, which is nice. They're also really although they even had they just had a recent price hike from six ninety nine to ten, um, but I still think it's absolutely worth it at ten a month. It sure um, is, yeah, yeah. And there's things in there like you know everyone knows about uh, soccer Sorry. show. Um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Like that's as ubiquitous as you can get. But beyond that, I don't know how far people have been digging and there's just really good depth there. It's really good. And Tina and I, I won't use it as a recommendal because I think I recommended one of the previous seasons, but we're, we're partial, uh, part of the way through the the newest season of the morning show. Mm. And it reminds me how so much of the newsroom and how much I loved um, that show, Jeff Daniels and, and yeah. um, God, it's a great cast on that. Very similar in it's like, Hey, here's a topic. Here's a thing that's going on right now. We're going to talk about it, you know, like the, like, like we would, if we were delivering the news every day, or if we were putting on a morning show every day. Is that still, is that and an Aaron Sorkin joint or no? I can't remember. It isn't, you... but it feels like it should be. Mm. Yeah, I love that um, style. So I should. I've never yeah, gotten I mean, into it. I was still mad about the TMS thing, but um, I know, I know. I'll you've you've got to get. You've really got to get past that. Uh, <laughs> and I want to. I want to argue against the phrase "everyone knows about Ted Lasso" because I've just witnessed an acquaintance who subscribed to Apple TV for the first time, started watching things, started talking about. 
about them, posting a ton. She still hasn't seen Ted Lasso. To her, it is just some soccer thing. She's not interested <laughs> in some oh soccer gosh. thing. Really? Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you, it's because she's not connected to all of the like vetting that's going on in the world that's screaming at you. Here are the best shows that everyone should watch. She doesn't get that. Yeah. So she's just like going along, blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, Apple TV. I'm going to want. And she like really liked for all mankind. That's great. Oh, mm-hmm. that show's so good. Yeah. That's good too. A new season of that just dropped too. It's like I could, I could subsist just on, you know, if it weren't for film sack and needing to have some of these other uh, networks, I could probably subsist on this. What the second time I've used that, this show on uh, just Apple TV. Someone got a word of the day calendar uh, on just Apple TV and, uh, and max and not need Hulu or Netflix or uh, prime or anything like that. Cause there's so much good stuff coming out on yeah, both of those. I agree. It's a really good combo to have yeah um all right well there you go it's uh there called the it's great called big, <laughs> what is the it great big door, i'm sorry the big door prize it's on apple tv and uh and it's it's excellent it's heartwarming sweet uh um kind of compelling sci-fi supernaturally kind of stuff and it's great all right very nice uh randy let's let's go oh i don't have a clip from you do i do i have a clip yeah i said it too i don't see a randy oh there it is shit all right. It's <laughs> buried in my email. Hold That's on, right. everybody. This movie doesn't have any dialogue, so there's no clips. Uh, I got uh, you it. know what? Uh, this movie this movie does have dialogue, <laughs> and I just want to say I captured some of the very beginning of the dialogue, and then I went and cut out a bunch of spaces because it's very yeah. slow dialogue. Yeah, it yeah. And um, it's still like – I, I, it could have been a silent film. Like I, I, you know, thinking about it, <laughs> this dialogue is not super, super important, okay. but I got you 30 seconds so you can get it. All right, here it. we go. Let's play it. Whoops. Consider yourself lucky if our paths never cross, except luck isn't real, nor is karma or sadly justice. As much as I'd like to pretend these concepts exist, They just don't. One is born, lives their life, and eventually one dies. In the meantime, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. To quote someone. That sounds kind of (laughs) killer. (laughs) What? What? All right. So tell us about I'm the killer. I'm laughing at myself because I I clipped that out like to make it like way more important than it, it really was. <laughs> like it just sounds it's this uh, all of the dialogue in this movie is super self important. It's mm. like very very serious, but it's not what you're used to with um, assassin stories. Like mm-hmm. like there's a lot of movies out there where your assassin is a philosopher and they're just talking about everything they've learned and all their free time. Uh, this is not that, although it is like objectively what what you're what you're meant to see in here, right? Right. Uh, this is the killer. This is David Fincher's new movie. Um, I I want to be really really clear. I am not giving this my highest recommendation. There are all kinds of reasons you might want to not waste waste your time on this movie. It is violent. It is uh it you know it is very simple. This is an extremely mm-hmm. simple movie, yeah. almost to a point where you start asking, is Fincher trying to make a point about simplicity? Like the character actually says it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of like to simplify life, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, Michael Fassbender is your assassin for hire. He is in a network, as they always are. He has a boss. He has colleagues, kind of. (laughs) And he has a girlfriend back in Caribbean Island. And uh, things uh, go wrong for him right from the start. And then he proceeds to address all of his connections. Um, it's like I say, the most straightforward movie I've ever seen. (laughs) It's, it's beautifully shot. You could talk about a lot of stuff to talk about this movie. And I don't, I don't want to like sit here and sack the whole damn thing. It's like, you could talk about just the music in this movie because it's very carefully crafted. What, what music you hear and when this character has a thing for the Smiths, I guess. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh there's just like you could talk about the cinematography this movie is uh is shot lovingly it's a beautiful movie to watch hmm. but uh, overall the thing that i'm trying to say is it's not really a david fincher movie david fincher has made this thing his big cookie cutters are not all over this movie hmm. Um, it actually feels like, uh, like I spent a lot of the movie going, is he going to go John wick? Like, cause I, I hope he doesn't go John wick and he never does. So, you know, there's like there it's self-aware, <laughs> you sure, know, sure. but like John wick is about the glory of battle. And there's really only one piece of combat in this whole movie. Uh, and a, it's a real good piece of combat. I read, it's, I read something that said that the, the movie is the best hitman game to film we're ever going to get that isn't based that isn't actually called hitman like it's huh. it, it they adhered some of the tonal aspects of it adhere to what that game series especially the last three games did and they can never seem to get a good agent 47 movie so when i heard that i was like oh okay cool i like you know i like stories about hitmen and that sort of thing but what you're describing is a little more not dour but um I don't know, less it's it's a very serious movie. Yeah. And but it's not mm-hmm. it's not so serious that it like bores you. There's a lot to take in at all times. Um all, all the problem with assassin movies is always that you don't get to find out much about the other characters because they all get knocked off. Um it, this movie this movie takes the <laughs> takes the pleasure of identifying one of them for you and letting her talk yeah and it is a sh- shockingly good sequence okay. oh, it's the it's yeah it's the best uh, few minutes of the movie without a doubt all right i'm in it's like i actually got i got to the end of this and it's tilda swinton she's really the only female yeah. in the cast uh, i got to the end of that sequence and i just went right back to the beginning of her going into a restaurant that she oh really the, you watched it uh twice yeah, and i watched it again because Honestly, I wanted to. I wanted to catch some of the words and phrases. I I was so busy. Like, I, it, it, this movie really envelops you in what you're seeing. You know. Yeah. Um. And it's it's, it's like a Christopher Nolan movie in that way, mm. um, where it inserts you into his, uh, you know, his feeling at all times mm. to a degree that you start missing whatever else is going on around you. The tra- the trailer gave off. Uh, those vibes like i was it felt like as memento era uh kind of kind of film or whatever but i love Fincher, so let's go i'm in it'll remind you of a lot of stuff it reminded me of nolan's uh insomnia Mm -hmm. uh it remind of course it has to remind you of john wick and like i say i love that this movie goes out of its way to not be john wick you never find out the name of the main character you know, like it's as as non-wick as it can be. 
except this one time he goes and gets into a fight with a guy called the brute Mm. and then it's it has a moment of john wickiness (laughs) i'm all in on that and you both you both saw it you both you both third thumbs up on this one eh yeah yeah and and i'm i'm very much with randy it's it's very good and you know right away if you're gonna like it or not if you like these kinds of things and if you don't typically like these kinds of things you know violent uh films again i don't want to call it slow either because it's not it's um it's paced um and if you don't like those sorts of things you won't like this but i think just from knowing our audience, a majority of our audience would like this. All right. Now he can yeah. go back to giving me some Bill Tench closure and finish Mindhunter. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> what the there was, frick? Wasn't there talk a, a couple months back that, that uh, he was considering that? There's some rumblings. Yeah. yeah and I, I'm yeah. fingers, I'm, my fingers have never been so crossed. Like I love that series what, so much. Kickstarter do we need to back <laughs> to make that happen? Exactly. You can't leave Bill Tench on the bed with a note from his wife and not give me another season. That's right. Give us the, the BTK FC killer, whoever he is. Yeah, I need all that stuff to get closed up. So hurry yeah, up. What I want to make sure I say about this movie is that it is not a big thing that you're going to remember for all time. It's not a movie that you need to like watch every year for the rest of your life. So like get your expectations about it being this simple thing. And yeah. it's very entertaining, but don't like don't worry about it being important. It's not in Fincher's top five. It's mm-hmm. and it and it's not meant to be. Right. It's it's yeah. a it's a celebration of directing, acting, script, cinematography, weird weird pop music. Like it's all of that stuff. Without ha- it doesn't have aspirations to be, uh, you know, Zodiac or The Social Network or uh, my favorite Fincher movie is um, The Game. Like it doesn't even have mm-hmm. anything like that in this movie no seven you know? not, there's no sense of a seven in here because seven's like the one everyone thinks of right that's his big yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of bloody like seven but really that's um i think that's kind of as far as it gets yeah but even to the degree it's bloody it's very very measured you're yeah. it is not like draped in dripping blood there it's like you you have bloodiness in spots right. where it has to be and it's supposed to it's supposed to get your attention and kind of like shock you a little bit yeah. yeah, mine's uh, mine's Fight Club, and and there's you know there's elements, similar elements of Fight Club in this that uh, that I like, but yeah, not I mean it it only because it has to have those elements. Did you know that David it. Fincher's very first direction work, and he, we all know he did a ton of music videos. That's not that's yeah, not a mystery. But his first one, 1984, Rick Springfield with Bop, Bop Till You Drop. That was his first thing. Wow. Amazing that he got hired for Alien. Yeah, no kidding, right? And that's about the point. That's the point, right? Like in 91, he finished up with George Michael, and then then Alien 3 happened, and then bam, all movies. Yeah, did he do that? He did that black and white Freedom 90 thing with all of the supermodels. Is that, am I thinking of the right thing that Uh, he did with George Michael? Freedom. Oh, let's see. He did, yeah, Freedom 90. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And before that, Madonna's Immaculate Collection video, Express Yourself, Oh Father, Vogue, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had yeah. a he worked with like big shots and then immediately started doing movies. And I personally really like Alien Three. I know I'm in, the, too. in yeah. a weird group there, but uh me and Brian, the, you're not in the minority on this show, Scott. Nope. 
I want I want to say one more thing about the killer. Um, no. This is uh, among sure. the many many movies that you've seen in your life where the whole thing hinges on your main actor, your lead, your only really the only character you get to know in the movie. It, yeah. And I I want you to know he really does stand up to this. Like I I remember the first time watching John Wick. I, I remember there were people who were like Keanu isn't a, you know he 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 can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like he's not gonna. You know, he's not going to carry this, but he does. Michael Fassbender absolutely carries this. You desperately want more of him doing this. Um, I'm just saying that it's not like set up to be a big series or something. It's just, you know, he could have, he could have gone, it could have all gone wrong (laughs) at Fassbender holds it all together beautifully. Well, he he should get, uh, so now, all right, so he's done this. Get back to Mindhunter, get back to Love, Death and Robots. Uh, get back to the things <laughs> that I love you for these days and let's go. All right. I've got a thing to recommend that is on Hulu. Hulu. And it's a documentary that I just randomly bumped into, thought I would watch. It partly came from art. But for some reason on this show, JFK from Oliver Stone comes up a lot. I don't know why, but we're in recommendals. It just comes up. Randy's brought it up a few Be- times. I have. Yeah, because it's because it's um, it's a it's unreliable. It's well, like it's very it comes unreliable. up because it's an example of someone telling a history and, and putting a bunch of conspiracy theory nonsense into it. Yeah, 100%. Right? And it's so well made and so well acted and so well uh, executed that it pisses me off even more how much dumb shit is thrown in there. But it's an amazing film from all of the technical and artistic points of view. And so I just think it's a we- it's a weird one and it's fun to talk about, right? Well, I, yeah. I was thinking about that because I ran into a documentary on Netflix that might be related. So I'll play the clip and then we'll talk about it. Talk about being a gambler. This guy had what the Spanish would call cojones. You know, there was a breakfast that morning. And I think there are about 2,000 or more people there. And President Kennedy really wanted Jackie to be seen by everybody in Texas. Texas was such an important state. He felt that with Jackie along, he would do better. Well, he was right. Um, <laughs> so that is the voice of one of the one of the Secret Service people in charge of keeping, in this case, Jackie Kennedy safe. Uh, but you hear from a couple other surviving agents that were on the detail for the president, and then therefore we're all together running around the outside of that car in Dallas when he was shot. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's not just from their point of view. They go back basically the whole documentary series, and it's a series called JFK One Day in America is the name of it. And uh, it's a really good look back because they take all the surviving people. And these are people on their uh, they're on their last breaths. And no offense to any of them or their families, but there's no way these people live much longer. They're all very, very old. Uh, the one guy from the Secret Service, not him, but another one, is all hooked up to oxygen for his interview. And, you know, he looks like he's maybe got a week or something. I don't we're, know. We're, we're at 60 years, right? Yeah, something like 60 years. These guys would all have been in their you know, oh, yeah. 40s back right. then. So they're they're up there. And uh, I'm really glad they did it because I like when you can get the remaining witnesses. You know, I like this about Ken Burns' World War II documentary because it was all as many as they could find people that were still around, that were there on D-Day, that were there in Iwo Jima and like all those sorts of things. This is like that. Um, and they speak to everybody from a fellow employee that worked with uh, Oswald at the bookstore at the book depository. Um, I'd never heard of that guy before or even knew anything about him, but he had all kinds of interesting stuff to say about Oswald. Uh, 
it is not a conspiratorial documentary in any sense. It's not about that at all. It's 100% here are people talking about what they witnessed. There's a famous photo of a lady covering her kid on the lawn after the shots rung, rang out. Um, and it's almost as fa- famous as the Zabruder film. You'll, you'll know it if you see it, but she's covering this kid. Well, that lady is still alive. She was like in her 30s then. She's in her, I don't know, close to 90 now. Mm-hmm. And she tells the story about her and why her family was there in the first place. And anyway, it's just a really good historical look back on the events that happened that day and what people actually saw. And I was very compelled by it. It was really good. Uh, Again, it is called JFK one day in America. It is a short series on hulu.com. And we're, yeah. I mean, you reminded me, Randy, that yeah. One week from today is the 60th anniversary. anniversary, yeah. 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 I'm not sure. Maybe they tried to coincide that. I think they were just trying to hurry up and get these people on before they died. Sure. <laughs> sure. It really, it really did have a feeling. It's of, probably a combination of the two. Yeah. It had a feeling of like, hurry up. These people aren't going to be around this longer. We'll take the camera to them. Whatever you got to do is kind of the right, vibe you right. get. Whatever you need. Yeah. yeah. It's good though. Uh, quite good. If you're interested in that kind of history and, and, and sort of thing, go check it out. And all of these will be up on quicktms.li. They're already there. All right. They're already there. Quick recap. Uh, Big Door Prize on Apple TV came from me. Killer uh, on Netflix came from Randy. And JFK, One Day in America, came from Scott on nice. Hulu. Nicely done. I'm going to watch it. I, I always watch anything that's kind of about Texas, like the Texas I grew up in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm definitely going to watch it. Like I, so Because my grandfather was a small town mayor, he like knew John Connolly when John Connolly was uh, governor of Texas. Like this was long before my time, but sure, like, sure. Uh, so my grandfather would, you know, like talk about the assassination of JFK and how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after Connolly's surgery and his recovery that they went, went to, you know, the governor's mansion to visit him and this kind of thing. Yeah. And so I'm just always really, really fascinated by this stuff. And yeah, I think you like it. There, there's a lot of focus on Texas too, in the documentary about why, you know, there was a lot of opposition to Kennedy there but there was also really, really heavy support of his views. And so it was harder for the the Secret Service and other agencies to suss out what risks were actually there. It, like they get into all that um, and whether they should have known something before it happened. So one guy on oxygen just basically takes the blame for the whole thing. He's like, I should have stopped that bullet. It should be me who's dead. And like he's, wow. he still has all these regrets and the dude's like, you know, pushing 100. Um well, I, I haven't watched it yet, but there's also a brand new Lady Bird Johnson documentary on Hulu that I'm uh, right on the cusp of. And I'll, I'll maybe I'll let you know next week. Yeah, it's let awesome. us know. The whole, a whole but, documentary about Hank Hill's dog. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> but she's like, she is such a towering figure in like central Texas and no one else in the world knows about her. Yeah. And of course, I think like, she was very, she was circumstantial to this assassination, mm-hmm. of course. And like, I just, I don't know. It's just strange to me that this, these are all coming out at the same time. Yeah, it's it's real good. So go check it out. Uh, I think Brian, Brian's right. It probably is to sort of coincide with the anniversary. Um, but I find that stuff fascinating. You might too. So do check it. And all these things we talked about today, that's going to do it. Randy, uh, you know, this has just been fantastic hanging out with you today. I hope that your day is yeah. just full of joy and, you know, all sorts of oh, uh, positive thank repercussions. You. I hope that I hope that your day in your million dollar home goes really nice. <laughs> yeah, my million dollar home. <laughs> I paid three, 344 back in I'm, 2013. Yes. 
I'm looking forward to talking to you on Saturday about Swiss Army Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing this movie. So, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Having not seen it and now. I don't even know much about it. I'm I don't like, either. I know yeah. the one thing that I said on FilmSack. Oh, is this the movie with dot, 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 where he's dot, dot, dot. And that's all I said. All yeah. I know. All I know is it's the directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a, a oh. kind of compelling. So there we go. Yeah. We shall see. We'll see you then. Bye, Randy. I'll hit you up in Discord, but yeah, get me a a cover art for it and I'll put in the Discord. I'll do do it today. I've been trying to do that earlier and I keep forgetting unless you get I didn't even think about it until just now myself. So that is going to do it except for a call. And this call is a final call of the show. It's about Bowie one more time. One more Bowie call. David David Bowie. Yep. David Bowie and his fantastic career. Ziggy star deuced. Anyway, <laughs> here's how uh, this caller uh, defines that word or, or says it. Hey, Scott and Brian. This is Owen in the Boston area. You might see me uh, online here and there as ZKIM. Uh, I'm just calling about the uh, pronunciation of Bowie versus Bowie. Uh, I'm in the Boston area, and there is a local band up in Gloucester. Now, that's Gloucester, not Gloucester or Gloucester. Um, but their name is Yui at the Buoy. And if you're not familiar in the Boston area, at least, when you take a U-turn, you don't take a U-turn, you bang a Yui. And uh, that's what their name refers to, Yui at the Buoy. It's spelled U-E-Y at the Buoy. So I uh, just thought I'd add my two cents, and that's how we pronounce it around here. Uh, yeah, awesome. That's great. Uh, we, Greg for Walkman, can you confirm? Uh, you're in the Boston area. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever taken the Yui at the buoy? Yeah. I actually haven't seen, him. I haven't seen him in chat in a while. I hope he's doing good. Anyone seen? Uh, is he in there today? Anyone see Greg? Checking in uh, on Greg? You know, I didn't see him in there today. I miss Greg talking to Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Make someone check out. Someone check on Greg. Can we get a wellness cre- check on Greg? Make please? sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank, and thank Greg for Walkman. Yeah, please. Uh, that is going to do it for today's show. I would like to say a quick thanks as we uh, head into the mid part of the month to it our is patrons. Right smack dab. It's the Ides. It's no better time than to think about your patrons and and uh, do something. Join a new Patreon if you haven't before. That's, that's right. We're at the hump part of the of the thing. So hump it and get us get us a dollar. That's what we need over at patreon.com slash TMS. All those benefits are very lovingly displayed on the site, so you can go just read it and see what's up. That's uh, patreon.com slash TMS. Why is there a dog under me? Oh, hi, Ripley. Hi, sweetie. A <laughs> uh, different dog, but she, she'd yeah. be happy to puke, too. So who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All dogs are happy to puke. Puke and poop. Just, They're into it. Just say the word. They'll do it. Uh, that is going to be it for the show, though. Brian, let's play a song. You get a little something? A little something there? I do. We talked about her a little bit earlier in the show. This one comes from Monica, who is celebrating a birthday today. What? Let's First party. In- Good Lord. You know what? She gets both. Happy birthday. Just, you know, because she's turning yeah. older. It's fine. Exactly. And and she, uh, poor, poor Monica, she, uh, our episodes for the last three years have not landed on a uh, show day. Mm. I mean, our, her birthday is not land on a show day. Our episodes always land on a show day. So. Sure. Uh, dear Skin and Bones, if you're reading this, it might be my birthday. So time to take inventory. It's been a pretty good year. I have a lovely partner, wonderful friends and family, and I'm part of some fantastic online communities like this one. Gore is going great, and I even guessed it on one of my favorite podcasts like four times this year, and they haven't told me to never come back yet. Oh, well, they'll get around to it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just, just a matter of time. It's fine. Anyway, I believe I'm entitled to one song for aging a year. Can you please play Gypsy Woman by Stolen Gin, ADLR, and Different Hits? It's such a chill cover, and I'm hoping for a very chill year to come. Love the show, though, even though I'm not Nicole. Signed, Monica slash Wicked Kitten. That's true. She's uh, definitely not Nicole. That's right. Well, ha- happy uh, birthday, Monica. Uh, we love having you be part of the, the show, the community, the, the couch parties all the time. Um, and uh, this one, this was a cover that I was unaware of. I knew of the original by Crystal Waters, and I had another cover in my in my library. But this isn't a, a song you hear covered a lot, and it's called Gypsy Woman. Sometimes it's called Gypsy Woman, la, 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 la. Um, <laughs> really? Again, it's by Stolen Gin, ADLR, and Different Hits. And uh, it's going out to Monica. That's fantastic. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new edition of the Thursday show. So be here for TMS tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you then. She wakes up early every morning just to do her head now because she can't.
Get more at frogpants.com. How many languages do you speak? One. I speak one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.